Hello. Test, test. That's probably good. Test, test, test. test. Yeah. What are you on? No, mine's like not to be the loudest one. <laughs> the loudest one. Mine's like both to the middle a little bit. Yeah, mine's here. mine's led to the middle too. Nice. Um, cool. And they said this awesome. wouldn't work. They said it wouldn't YouTube. work. Yeah, it's working like a charm. Watch, it's gonna be the crisp, crispest. Is that a word? Crispest. Sure. Crispiest. No. 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 no, no crispest. No. Crispest <laughs> audio you've ever heard. Um, hey everyone, welcome back to the Think Movie Show. I am your host, Francisco, and I'm joined with... Brian Prado. And we have a special guest in studio. Hey, what's up guys? My name's Anthony. Anthony's here. Um, Let's go. Me and him are friends. We're classmates. We're movie partners. That's right. We're YouTube partners. We're, yeah. we're all of the above. We... We've dabbled in a lot of different things. Yeah. So, again, TikTok stars. Yeah. So we we've done a, we've done a lot of stuff, <laughs> uh, a lot of things that I wish I hadn't done on camera. I've done with Anthony. Hey. This is uh, <laughs> bringing me down too at the same time. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah. So uh, I am Cisco's friend here, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we. We've met in the media production department. We've um, worked on like some short film stuff. We've worked on um, just other general podcasts with other friends. Uh, we've worked on skits. Um, you know, TikTok just started. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've just we talked about basketball a lot too. We just like, we've uh, done a lot of little media projects together. So yeah, he's invited me on the show. So yeah. glad to be here. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so today, our main topic for today, for discussion, is The Invisible Man. We're going to have a little review of it. It's going to be non-spoiler, so if you haven't seen it, don't worry, we're not going to spoil anything, or we'll try not to spoil anything. If it does come out, you know, my apologies. I'll be, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> our apologies. Oh, I'll we'll bleep just, it out. We'll just cut it out. Yeah, we'll just cut it out. There you go. Power yeah, we'll, you'll just get our reaction, like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, I mean, Brian hasn't seen it either, so we're going to be very careful um, with that, and, um... Yeah, do you want to get started with the Invisible Man review? Let's do it. Cool. Um, so, uh, actually, I want to start off with Brian, since you haven't mm-hmm. seen the movie. Okay. I've what, heard nothing about you've it. You've heard nothing about it. What this do you think it's the about? the first time. I've what do you think it's about? An Invisible Man. An Invisible Man. <laughs> he is not being seen ever. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. You're on to something there. You're on to something. Um... You're close. Who made the movie? Uh, I was actually going to search up uh, right now. Uh, his name is... Oh, my God. I can't pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> Lee Wano? Lee Wano. Lee Wano. Do you want to take a crack at it? I don't even... Lay? Lay? Lay Wano. Lay Wano. Uh, who knows? Hey, Look, I don't, uh, don't want to butcher you. Don't know your, we don't know how to pronounce your name, but you're very talented. Um... I think he's done Upgrade that came out last year. I think it's Upgrade. Um, it was like a super, like a popular, it's like a popular action movie that came out last year. Mm-hmm. Upgrade, yeah. Okay, it came out 2018. It's a thriller, like sci-fi thriller. He made that. It was like a pretty big hit. Um, so now he's taking a crack at, you know, mystery sci-fi. That's what this movie is. Sci-fi mystery thriller. Sci-fi, sci-fi thriller. Um, so... Yeah, I guess um, I'll give it to Anthony, just uh, his overall opinions of the movie. 
Um, I really liked it. Uh, I liked the opening a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked the whole like atmosphere. Like it was, you're kind of like on your toes. Like it was kind of like, oh man, super suspenseful. You didn't know yeah. what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a couple little jump jump scare things, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh whoa. And like I was seeing it in IMAX, so like the sound was like insane. <laughs> like yeah, there's like in the beginning, I was like, oh gosh, this movie's gonna be like that the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, after that really tense, like, opening, it kind of, like, slowed down for me, and I felt like that was probably my, I'd probably say, like, right after the beginning was my, I don't want to say, like, least favorite, because I still liked it, but in terms of, like, engagement for me, I was kind of, like, just kind of flowing along with it, like, oh, okay. here we go, here we go, this is, you know, kind of, like, a oh, little little story here, and then, uh, like, once you figure out, like, what's going on, mm-hmm then you really get into it. You're like, yeah. you're like, oh, like, this isn't what I thought's happening. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to pay attention because I think a lot I think a lot of it was like who are you gonna believe? Like mm-hmm. are you gonna believe the main character, the woman who claims that, you know, all this stuff is happening to her by this one guy? Yeah. Or, you know, are you not? Because you can't see. Yeah, you can't see what's happening. Yeah, you yeah. don't know. Is yeah. this her imagination or is this actually happening? Yeah. So I thought that whole storyline was really cool, and I think they executed it like really well. Yeah. So um, I also really enjoyed this movie. I um, I remember going into it. Um, I think I mentioned with y'all before. Um, I didn't know if I was gonna like it a lot. I just knew that this movie was coming out and it was getting really good buzz, and so I was like, I took my girlfriend. I was like, yeah, let's go watch it, and. Um, I was super surprised, but like by the execution, because a lot of times when you see a movie where, you know, you get a title like The Invisible Man, you're like, okay, maybe it's like some sort of gimmick. Maybe it's the real, is it not? I think the execution of this movie really brought out the best of it. Like a lot of scenes were heightened because of the direction, because of, like you said, the lingering shots. You didn't know what was going on. You don't. You don't see anything. And so, yeah. and that's what makes it scarier. Cause I know like James Wan does this really good with like the conjuring stuff and the insidious stuff. Like he points the camera somewhere and doesn't show anything, but your mind, yeah. you're seeing something. And this movie does that a lot. And again, the main character, uh, her name is Elizabeth Moss, the actress. She is so good in this movie. Like, she looks like a crazy person. Yeah, she looks crazy. And the story the story kind of needs her to be that because um because like there's a I don't want to I don't want to say certain things, but when you see an invisible man, when you see something that's not there, the characters around you aren't going to think they're going to think you're crazy. Yeah. And so she plays that whole desperation uh, desperation act and it's not an act but like that that kind of feeling like very well like I remember leaving the theater and my my girlfriend was like I didn't want to look at the screen I was like nothing's happening I was like I just didn't want to look at her she like looked insane and I was like so I, I have to give her credit for that but a lot of the things that that I thought were gonna happen didn't and I think it subverted my expectation oh, okay. and so that's why I think I enjoyed it a lot yeah, more there than were, I would have. There were definitely some parts that I wasn't expecting or like mm-hmm. like I was like, Oh, I like 
not that I wasn't expecting, like, they were like, oh, my God, what is happening? But it was like, I didn't think that... I'm just saying the ending, I didn't think was, okay. like, at all going to happen. Mm-hmm. That was not what I was expecting. So yeah. that was, I really liked the ending. Um, but... Yeah. Do you have any questions? Hold on, yeah, I'm okay. confused. Okay. Do you have questions since no, no, Brian hasn't this, seen it? There was this trailer that I watched. I okay. forgot what movie we were watching, or I was watching. And then there was a trailer for... It sounds like what y'all are talking about. Okay. Was it about, like, an, an invisible guy trying to, like, hurt his wife? Uh, or was it a different trailer? It might. That might. Have been it, it sounds like I didn't. Um, I don't. I don't. I didn't see the trailer, so I'm not sure. But are you sure? What I feel like, we saw a movie recently, and this trailer, and the girl was freaking out. I was like, "Come on, she's oh, trying to." You know what? We did see the trailer, but usually when that happens, I look down. Okay. Because I don't. Uh, if I like a movie, I'm like, okay, this is good. I just look down, so I just hear it. That's what happened with the Joker trailers. So like I would just look down right. and I would just hear it because I didn't want to see any anything visually. But I think we did see it then. You did see the trailer. Okay, so yeah. that's the trailer. Yes. So okay. this. Okay, so if you've seen the trailer, I can explain kind of, no spoilers, but just what what's happening. He's like throwing shit at her. So okay, so Elizabeth Moss she plays a wife of a really rich husband, and, uh, he kind of like tortures her. It doesn't. You don't see how he tortures her, but you know, by her reactions to certain things, and she, uh, she wants to leave, so she leaves. She like escapes. She runs away, and you find out that the guy passes away. But she's kind of taking medication, and so you don't know if she's actually right seeing. An invisible man or like seeing things move on their own and stuff like that or or if it sets all in her head mm-hmm. and so the characters like her, her surrounding characters have to like talk to her and calm her down while she's going through this mental breakdown right because she's been tortured a lot by this man and so right. she thinks that this guy is is coming after her See, i think the trailer spoiled stuff for me okay well what do you remember from the trailer? i just remember there's people around her and they're like, no, look at this thing move. Like, look at this, someone sitting on that chair. Or someone's moving this. Like, look. And then it happens. Maybe it was a completely different movie, dude. Maybe. But it sounds pretty similar. But, it like, does. what I did, it's, like, the basic plot. Right. Like there's, it's, I'm not spoiling anything. Like, it, I'm pretty sure that's in the trailer. Like, I, I didn't see, I don't remember the trailer, but I'm pretty sure that's in the trailer. But that's, like, the basic plot of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but do you have any, like... Looks good. Yeah, if that's the trailer, it looks good. Yes. You know? So if that wasn't the trailer, that other movie looks good too. The other movie, I think that's I think that is the trailer that you were watching. Yeah. Because I don't think there's any other movie that's out there that's similar to what we've been talking about. Okay. Yeah. Mm. But um, I actually want to talk about the the cinematography in this movie. Like you said, a lot of shots in the house in the house are they try to trick you. Yeah. Like what James Wan kind of does, a lot of the pans in this in this because it's a very tense opening scene, like a really tense opening scene, like people are holding their breath the entire time. You people are like jumping when nothing's happening, all because of the camera movements. Yeah. You'll see the camera will pan to her, and she's doing something, and then it'll pan away to like an empty corridor, just with nothing, nothing, nothing nothing's going on, and you're freaking out because you're like, I think Paranormal Activity. 
three did this first, like when they would pan, uh, with this like the security camera footage, and then it would pan away, and then it would pan again, and then something would move or something, and so you're, you're trained to think something's gonna happen yeah. once they pan back, and nothing's happening, so the the tension just builds and builds and builds, um, so yeah, did you want to mention anything about it that? Was- there was a part, oh, I forgot, like, exactly what she was doing, but she was in, like, I think it was her room or something, mm-hmm. and I don't know if she was, like, getting ready or, like, to go to sleep or something. It was at night, and, like, it kind of follows her, like, kind of, like, to the window and, like, bathroom area, and, like, she's doing stuff, and then she walks, but it stays there, and I was like, are we going to see something? Like, are we going to see, like, a sign that, like, someone's there? And then, like she comes back eventually and then it just follows her and you're like, nothing happened. Yeah. Like, what's going on? I, I think, um, it was good. I think the, the, especially with the cinematography, it's trying to tell you one thing. So you're looking for something and then it just kind of just like, just kidding, focus on this other thing. And so you're on edge the entire time trying to stare at this yeah, frame. You're trying, and you're, to like, look for you're trying to look for something like what is going on? And then they just, pans away with this character and it kind of just leaves you like fuck like, <laughs> like kind of it kind of leaves you tensed out and so i thought that was really cool about the movie of course there are some flaws that i didn't it's got a couple you know a couple of flaws that didn't all the way work for me but nonetheless the execution of it i think overall made it well, made it super enjoyable for me yeah i got um so I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it and you're thinking about seeing a movie this weekend or next weekend, it's The Invisible Man. It's a really good choice. You know, take your, take your, you know, friends. Take don't your see local. it in IMAX, right? Don't see it. In, yeah, I, mean, I would probably say don't see it in IMAX. Right. Uh, yeah, I'd say it. the sound's probably good enough at a regular theater. And the yeah. visual is nothing really. It's not really. Anything. Yeah, there's not. There's no IMAX. I don't. I don't know why it's in IMAX. I don't think I remember it. Unless you want to flex and be like, oh, I paid for IMAX tickets. Yeah. Probably yeah. don't need to do that. Yeah. But um, I, I highly recommend it. Anthony. I recommend it for he, sure. He recommends it for Something sure. Something would, I would watch again. Yeah, I'd watch it again too. Um, yeah, any more questions you want to talk about? That's Brian, about, about it. The, yeah, so that concludes our review of The Invisible Man. We really liked it. Uh, let us know what you think. You know, Reach out to us on uh, at Think Movie Show. Let us know what you thought. If you disagree... You know, kill us in the comments. You know, we want you want debates. You know, call us out. You know, add us on Twitter. Right add now. us on Twitter right now if you disagree with us. But um, yeah. So we're gonna be moving on. We're gonna talk about a little bit of some uh, movie news. Um, the big thing that we can talk about is James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Um, it's not a sequel. I don't think. I think it's a reboot, sort of. Or like a fresh start because I know Suicide Squad came out in 2016 mm-hmm. and uh, flopped critically and I think box oh no box office I think it made its money back but it wasn't the biggest hit and you know me and Brian didn't like it I don't know did you like Suicide Squad I, I didn't really see it okay he didn't, didn't uh, Anthony hasn't that. seen it but um James Gunn he's like adapting it again it just finished principal photography so it's going to be in the editing now same actors uh. Margot Robbie's going to be in it. Okay. And I think sense. it's a different cast. Okay, good work. Different cast. And um, I haven't seen too much about it, but I'm kind of excited. I like James Gunn. He's yeah. writing and directing it. So, oh, that's good. So I like all of his stuff, like Dawn of the Dead. And have you seen Dawn of the Dead? Yeah. Um, and, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I love all of his Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So I'm really excited. Uh, have any thoughts? Are you? What do you... 
What are you expecting to see? Well, I didn't really see Suicide Squad. Oh, that's right, that's right. You didn't see the first um, one. I don't really know what to expect, okay. but I guess, like, since I never watched it, because everyone was kind of like, oh, you already <clears> watched <throat> it, like, you really need to see it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, like, I guess, like, I don't have, like, any high hopes for it, like, any, like, super high hopes, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, hopefully they, like, I guess learned from their mistakes. Different mistakes, and, yeah. And we'll make it an enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. What about you, Brian? Um... I bet it's going to have a really good soundtrack. Yeah. Probably. Like, okay. That's the, like, the highest hopes I can get for it. Yeah. It's James Gunn, honestly. So, like, yeah. Suicide Squad, does it work in, like, a movie adaptation? We'll mm-hmm. see. It didn't really work last time. Mm-hmm. But I think that was just due because of um, Warner Bros. I think Warner Brothers just, yeah. like, because... You know how, like, people are on Twitter, they're always talking about, does Zack release a Snyder cut, like, of, like, Batman versus Superman, mm-hmm. like, release his cut, because Warner Brothers meddled too much mm-hmm. into it? I feel like there's, like, a David Ayer, because if you looked at the teaser trailer for that, it's super different compared to the other regular trailer. Right. It's, like, super dark and gritty, and then they included the Bohemian Rhapsody uh, uh, song inside the, the first trailer, and people were, like, going nuts. And I think there was like heavy reshoots after that. The studio was. was like, "Yeah, we gotta make it like." If that kind of stuff happens, like, well, no, like, oh, yeah. I don't know about this one, man. Yeah, but I think James Gunn is talented enough. Yeah, speaking of the soundtrack, I think it is gonna be a good soundtrack. But the first one, uh, did include a like a very pop soundtrack, mm-hmm. but it was very uneven at times. Where you're like, why it, it like it seems like a music video. Like, yeah. why are they playing Purple some? Lamborghini. Yeah, dude. It yeah. was like, it it was like, the beginning of the movie. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil too much, but the beginning of the movie felt like a music video, and like I was like, what is going on here? It's like, what is, what is yeah. this? Like, I didn't know the tone. I was like, what is? They were like introducing a lot of characters with like different songs. I was like, mm, what is, what is this? It's like, are we watching an individual music video for these characters? So. Hopefully James Gunn fixes it. He has a good track record with soundtracks. I like look at the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Um, so hopefully it's really good. Um, I don't have too much other to say. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. I don't think we should worry if Warner Bros. Yeah. If some news starts coming out about Warner Bros. meddling with the reshoots, then like yeah, we're in for something. Yeah. Not so great again. Yeah. And then another thing about reach, because a lot of people have this misconception about reshoots. That's like, true, yeah. It's like, it's normal for a film to have reshoots. You you know, you finish principal photography, you go in the editing, uh, in the editing part of the post-production, and then you see some things don't work, you reshoot those mm-hmm. scenes, you know. They, have, they put money in the budget for those reshoots. Right. And a lot of people think if there's reshoots, oh, this movie's in trouble, they're trying to fix it. It's just it. usually in the case of, like, Warner Bros. Yeah, or, like, when studios meddle too much, when they want to change things, because whether that be they want to make it more friendly to their yeah. audience or, you know, they want to change the the vision of what's already been filmed. Right. Then that's when it becomes a problem. Or when it's, like, really heavy reshoots, then it's, like, why are you heavily reshooting in this film it's like you realize okay maybe there is something going on or like news comes out about the movie mm-hmm. and like oh no this is bad we need to reshoot this part yeah or like no we need to reshoot the entire movie yeah okay. yeah and so a lot of films do, do like that happens a lot and so you kind of just have to 
hope for the best, but I'm pretty sure James Gunn is going to same here. Make a good movie, yeah. you know. Um he has a good track record for yeah. this for me. So um yeah, so uh moving on to Disney. Uh Have you seen Lisa McGuire? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Lisa McGuire? Yeah. Yeah, the show, the Disney show. Mm-hmm. It was like in the 90s, late ni- 90s, early 2000s. Right. It was a Disney Channel show with Hilary Duff. She played Lizzie McGuire. Uh, they made a movie, too. Um, pretty good movie. Pretty good. I mean, the soundtrack, dope. It you was. Know, when like when she's singing in, Dude, in the, the Coliseum. That I was like, so fire. this is so dope. But um, so she came out, I think it was a, a couple of days ago, whether that be yesterday or um, some. And this past week, Hilary Duff came out saying that um, they're halting production for the new Lizzie McGuire show that's coming out because I think it was about a month ago she announced that Lizzie McGuire is going to be coming back. I'm going to be playing Lizzie McGuire, which is older. So I'm assuming it's going to be following the timeline of the other or the the show previously, mm-hmm. you know. But just you know, she's more she's an adult now. Same character, probably same characters, mom. yeah, everything. Um, and she came out saying that they stopped production, I think, and that Disney. Uh, didn't like Hilary Duff's idea of making a more adult version of the show because she wanted to grow with the character and she knows a lot of people who watch the show have grown up also and so she wanted to talk about more adult themes uh, more um, she basically didn't want it to be PG mm-hmm. and so I don't think Disney liked that at all you know on their Disney Plus site wanted something that's not family friendly and so she wants Disney to have Hulu make the show instead. And I don't know what Disney's going to do. Probably won't let her. I don't know because that's a very popular, you know, IP. So what do you think? Okay, listen. It's popular to who? Who's the audience? Mm-hmm. You got to get that straight. It's not the typical eight-year-old who's like, yeah, I want to watch this new Lizzie McGuire show. They don't know what Lizzie McGuire is. Yeah. We know what Lizzie McGuire is because mm-hmm. we watched it when we were kids. Yeah. So we're adults now. It should be on Hulu. It should be her own show. Yeah. It shouldn't... Disney shouldn't put it. have to put it on a Disney Plus site. Like, yeah. If y'all do it, make it, like, more adult-themed. Like, mm-hmm. have some variety on your, on your platform. Like, why not? Yeah. So this is just stupid. Mm-hmm. Who's... What eight-year-old's watching Disney... <laughs> or watching Liz McGuire on Disney Plus. I don't know what it is. Yeah. No, and I mean, like, who's paying for Disney Plus? It's I'm the, not. It's the, you know, adults pay for it. Not like eight-year-old kids aren't buying Disney Plus, you know? Like, yeah. So give the adults a little something to watch, yeah. you know, at least, like, you know? And, like, I feel like Disney's just, like, they're too worried about perception. Like, oh, critics. Critics might not like it because they're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is, this is a Disney. Like, what are you doing? But, like, audience, well, I bet would love it. Yeah. No, so, and, um... I think the key thing is Disney because they're a company that focuses on money. And so wherever the money is going to be. So if a show... But even then, the money is not there. Yeah. The money is not there. They're like, they don't even know what their own product is. Exactly. And so it's these executives who think that this this formula of having everything PG and everything ready G so kids can watch it because kids are their main audience members but right. for this specific show right lizzie mcguire is not going to be in a new like marvel movie yeah and so it's one of those things where 
why don't you adapt? Why don't you adapt with your audience and give, like you said, adults or older kids like us. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're adults now. And it's like, we're the ones who watch the show. And yeah, maybe little kids can start watching it. But right. us, us adults are the ones that that lived But through. it was a thing with Kim Possible. They made yeah. a live action Kim yeah. Possible movie yeah, on yeah. Disney Channel. Who I mean, was going to watch that? Who, what, yeah. like, a little kid yeah. knows what Kim Possible is? Yeah. Only we know, dude. Yeah. Come and, on. And so I think it's, um look, if you want to talk about what's financially, like, the correct thing to do if you're Disney, dude, I don't know. so much but money. But they're... It doesn't even matter. Like, them making a Lizzie McGuire reboot yeah. is not going to make them a lot of money, even if, like, they made it, like, with it, her ideas. Yeah, it's not even going to do, Mar- like, nowhere near Marvel numbers, nowhere near... Most of the money they get is from merchandise. So, yeah. like, it doesn't even matter. Just let them make whatever they want. Why yeah. not? And so, I just don't think they understand when it comes to their properties. Like, when you see a bunch of reboots, like... Or just like live action versions of The Lion King and like Beauty and the Beast and Mulan and all these things. Like you can see they just want a cash grab. Yeah. They want something that there, makes them money. For a lot of them, there's no reason to reboot. Yeah. It really isn't. Like those people who enjoy it will still go back and watch those ones. Like yeah. it's not like it, well, most of the time no one's asking for it. Yeah. You know, it's just like they're like, Oh, what's a way we can probably bring in some more cash, some extra cash? Oh, let's let's throw it oh, remember this one? People liked it. Let's yeah. throw it back. Like, yeah, it's just like remember this? You can watch it here now. Hey, y'all love the Lion King. Let's you know remake make it, it five different times in it's, a different way. Like it's so dumb because one thing, you know that they just want money. Because it's lit it's not a sequel. It's not something that continues the story. It's a shot for shot same, remake. It's the same story. Yeah, for the Lion King. Um, that's what's annoying because Beauty if you want to watch Beast, a better movie just watch, watch the original watch the original like people were saying oh I'm finally going to watch it because it's like live action I'm like mm-hmm. it's animated still computer animated You're, it's actually worse because you don't it's see it's with real animals now I can enjoy it <laughs> yeah it's like it's not real animals <laughs> it's a computer making all of that the same thing no that show was a that movie was a kid movie kid I'm not going to watch it this is real life yeah I think that's the big thing with with animation, especially with more adult people, like they kind of look down upon animation. They're like, "Oh, that's kid stuff." When in reality, it's like, well, some of the some of the best, some of the best and most some of the best and most realistic stories are animation. Yep. And so, I don't get why. I mean, I kind of get why. You know, kids. The majority of kids watch animated stuff, and so. You kind of see that, but I at the end of the day, it's like why, why are, I'm not gonna waste my money to watch a shot for shot remake when I can watch I The Lion watch King at home. Yeah. yeah. So, it's it's dumb. I I'm like on Hillary Duff's side. I wish they would go to Hulu. It'd be a pretty cool show too. Yeah, it would be cool. Like if, um, like or I think it was in the first podcast I recommended people to watch Rami, and like mm. how, it's a guy who's Muslim. And he's just, like, living his life in New York City. Like, imagine, like, Elizabeth McGuire struggling. She has a child. Exactly. Like, and she's going through real-world like, shit. Like, that animated aspect where it shows, like, her, like, animated self. Yeah. Like, she's smoking a cigar. I don't know. Like, yeah. like she's just, like, yeah, taking you don't, a shot. You don't want a PG, like... Yeah. Like, 
Lizzie McGuire. Oh, I lost my adult. job. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. What are we going to do to get it back? Oh, my God. Yeah, We've got to do something whimsical. It's like, no. It's like, that's <laughs> They're not, not going to show her losing her yeah. job. It's going to be her kid doing something at school. She got a bad grade. Probably. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's a test coming up. We need to study to get a good oh, test no. grade. We've got to steal the test. We've got to sneak into the school yeah. and steal the test. Right. It's oh, like, my God. Dude, that would be, be trash. No. It's like, no. Be like... People like change, especially if the story is good and people who make it care for it, where people will watch it. It's just annoying because like they don't even know their own audience. Yeah. Who who's gonna watch it? Who's gonna watch a PG Lizzie McGuire show? Like yeah. no one is. Not yeah. anymore. Yeah. If I want to, I'll just go watch the, the old show. You know. Yeah. They're probably gonna mess mess with this. It's, it's on gonna, Disney Plus. The it's old on Disney show. Plus. Yeah, watch exactly. That. Watch that. And it's gonna be even more PG. Than the original. Yeah. You the know original, what I mean? The oh, original was like old Disney. Old Disney was like, it was PG, but like it had adult themes it to was, it. It was, right. sometimes it would be like, oh, like borderline PG. There it had teenage and adult themes to it. Yeah. And like now it would be straight just for G. kids. It would be yeah, G. Exactly. It would be like rated G for, for every for every goddamn person on the planet. Yeah, like, exactly. Dude. So it's like, no, like I want more adult themes. But I mean, that's Disney. Who's going to stop them? No one, because they're Monopoly. They don't care about our opinions. They, they want... should. Yet they yet they make Star Wars, which sometimes is yeah, like really brutal. Yeah, and so I guess we, could, we, right. we, could, we can talk about Star Wars a little bit and how I think they're... Um, I think I read an article where the there was a, a director that directed Slight. It was like a sci-fi film that came out a couple... I think it was last year. It was a super small film. They're giving him the tools to write and direct a new Star Wars movie. I think that came out. Let me see. Really? Yeah. Star. Let me look it up just to make because sure. Because who got recently fired? Not fired, just like kind of let off. Well, the from people writing. The people, the Game of Thrones people. Right. Yeah, they were they were set to direct a trilogy. The um. I forgot what it was. Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic. They were set to to direct, write and direct a trilogy. So the people who make Game of Thrones. I was pretty excited. I was pretty excited too. And they straight up canceled that shit. Wait, why do you think they did that? I think it's the how the the Rise of Skywalker was doing. Okay. And how this whole trilogy, like this whole trilogy, say what you want. I know a lot of people don't like it. I like... Um, two of them and then not so much one of them which two did you like i like seven and eight not so much nine not rise of skywalker yeah not not the biggest fan there were elements of it i really liked but here's the thing about that okay listen Mm -hmm. i like seven it was an enjoyable. Everyone likes right. Seven. Seven's well, right. the reason for Seven was uh, it's coming back. Like yeah, exactly. Like it was just a fine movie. Yeah, I didn't really like uh, Eight. I know you don't like it, and I know Anthony doesn't like. That movie bothered me, and after yeah. that, I was kind of like, not, I, didn't, I didn't like Eight or Nine. I'm not done with Star Wars. I was just like, it's Disney making this now. Yeah. Okay. They're gonna do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about this okay. franchise that much. I'm not gonna invest too much time into it. Saw Nine. I didn't hate it or love it. I was just like, okay. Something's happening on the screen, bunch of stuff. Awesome, mm-hmm. I got my money's worth, kind of. Mm-hmm. Not really. Yeah, and I left to like yeah. whatever. I mean, I mean, I'm on the exact opposite of the spectrum. I oh the same thing with seven. I was like, this is good. 
I've seen it recently now. I'm like, okay, it's it's, it's a fine. new hope, but just kind of yeah, rebranded. It's 2.0, yeah. a new yeah, hope 2.0, and so like that's fine. I I, wa- I rewatched eight recently also, like anticipating episode nine, and I fell in love with it even more. Right. So like to me, it's my favorite Star Wars now. Okay, I know not a lot of people share my opinion. Like uh, everyone in my circle, my friend circle, let's talk about think it. I'm crazy, but I. I personally look okay. It. I'm gonna say this: Last Jedi used to be my least favorite Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, at least of the Skywalker. Yeah. Thing. But. But, I will say that after watching Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. I think I might like Last Jedi more than Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Just because, I think it's the like. Just the Rise of Skywalker was the end of the trilogy, and I feel like just all the disappointment just rested on the last one where I was like so many things didn't happen by the end that I like wanted to when it started Yeah, that it made it the most disappointing one because you knew it was ending and like not all these things that seven was like introducing Mm -hmm. when you're at nine and like half of those things haven't nothing's happened okay then it makes it super disappointing okay that I feel like yeah Rise of Skywalker might be my least favorite yeah do you want to? Do you want to? Which one's Rise of Skywalker? They all have the same name, dude. The, the most recent one. The most okay. recent, recent one. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's how much like I don't, I don't really care. I don't. Okay, say, after seven, I was like, I can't wait for this. This is gonna be amazing. Yeah. And then I saw, I saw it. I was so disappointed. It wasn't just like we watched it together. Didn't we, we watched it together. Yeah. I was just so bored. Okay. <laughs> and I, you don't usually get that from a Star Wars movie. You don't okay. be satisfied. Like, okay, this was enjoyable. It's like. You know, plot development, you know, characters, mm-hmm. you know, getting fleshed out. But for seven, for, I mean, for eight, some characters really bothered me. It's the planet they were on, the, like, gambling planet, the casino planet, mm-hmm. that I re- it was just so annoying. I don't okay. know. I just re- felt it was dragging on a lot of it in the middle and some of it in the last portion. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this isn't a Star Wars movie. What is this? It was just so boring. Yeah. I know people love to shit on what's her character's name? Rose? Rose. Yeah, I don't get I don't get the hate. I don't get the hate. Me personally. I get the hate. I love I, don't, I, love I don't agree with the I don't hate, agree but with I the hate. understand. I understand okay. them. I just she felt huh, she just felt thrown in there. She felt Disney, that's what she felt. Okay. Completely just thrown in like we're gonna people are gonna love this character. Okay. Yeah. And they they force her in there, they force her in some like plot lines with Finn and the end sequence, oh, it made me so oh, mad. Oh, you, you, you don't like the end sequence I at all? I didn't like it at all, dude. That's the one where, it, like, she, like, stopped him? Yes. Okay, yeah. they made okay. it oh, such a big deal where, like, he's going to sacrifice himself. This is a that pretty, been great. This is a pretty big deal. He's going to sacrifice himself. Everything's going to be, he's going to, probably going to die. But he's going to save them. He's going to save them. It's going to be an exciting story, an exciting event. Okay. And this new character saves him. Mm-hmm. And what is she? She had this line. I I I think I remember. Oh, it was like we don't win by. We're not, we're not gonna win by. Win by, by love or something. By. Like uh, fuck. Let me pull it up because look. Yeah. Whatever that line was. Gonna it, win with love. Or something it's something about that. love. Yeah. It made me mad. And then he, and then they kissed. I'm like, and they kissed. I was like, it's like there's there's still a battle going on. Right I'm like, okay, you are in love now. That was quick. Awesome. They're in love. Okay, so her quote is, that's how we're going to win. Not fighting what we hate, but saving what we love. Right, which is a good, you know, sentiment. Mm-hmm. You know, awesome. But he Great. would be saved. Technically, he would have been saving 
people he loved he sacrificed. Exactly. Yeah. She saved one person. Yeah, he would have saved everyone. <laughs> and I was just so mad at that when that happened. I, like throughout okay. the whole movie, I was following him. Like, okay, this is fine. Whatever. When that happened, I was pretty bored though. When that happened, okay, it just put me over the edge. I'm like, mm-hmm. nah. They could have gone two ways with that to make it awesome. They could have had him sacrifice, or she saves him, but then they like blow open the thing. <laughs> like, I'll there, you there you go. There's their kill him, bug. You chose. You chose. That's Finn. fine. So there you go. That would have been cool. And then too. stuff on the planet too. Like, I it just felt boring. Like it felt unneeded. A lot of it. Here's the thing. I argue with my friends about this movie all the time, and he says this Same. is the most. <laughs> this is the most like, not innovative. Innovative is not the right word because it didn't follow the right storyline. It was like, what did they say in Game of Thrones? It subverted your expectations. And right? Game of Thrones? Right. They always said that. Like, oh, no, we just wanted to subvert your expectations. Oh, the, the, the creators would say that? Yeah, like during, oh, like, I didn't know season that. eight. I, oh, sh- really? Yeah, so, like, when Fuck. stuff were like, no, we just want to subvert your expectations. Oh, I didn't got, know that. That's, that's why dumb. you guys didn't like that's it. That's dumb. And, yeah, so this movie definitely subverted everyone's expectations. From episode seven, you thought, okay, this is probably going to happen. Ray's probably going to mm-hmm. find out who her parents are or not. And then... They, they hype that up so much in episode 7. For episode 8, it's just like, actually, you have no parents. You don't know one's your parents, you know? They're no ones. Well, Which what? sounds great on paper. You know, do mm-hmm. it. It sounds like when they wrote it down, they probably was a great idea. I just don't like how they executed it. Okay. Phasma died, huh? A lot of stuff on paper <laughs> probably sounded great uh-huh. for that movie. But then I just didn't like how they executed it. Okay. I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, me and Anthony, we have a group of friends like Sergio, yeah. our friend Matt. We Matt, spent hours. We spent, I, when we first got to kind of work together, we were just talking about movies and then Star Wars came up and we had this like, it wasn't heated argument, but it was just a, like a loud discussion. It was probably at least like two hours. It was like a two hour conversation about Star Wars. And um, we should probably have Matt on this show because Matt, I think, is the biggest Star Wars fan that I know. Right. Like, the biggest. Like, he knows all about the Clone Wars. Like, he watches all that stuff. That's dope. And so he's, like, the big... And he he comes at me so hard because of because I like The Last Jedi. And, look, when we had this argument, it was... Okay, no, our discussion. It he's going gonna to be so triggered when he hears Oh, he's, he's like going to hear this. He's, he's going like, to hear this, and he's just like... I can I can already hear Matt <laughs> just in his room. I can't believe they're talking about the Last Jedi. But no, I, it was about three months ago, two months ago, a couple months ago yeah. we had this argument. Again, not argument, discussion. Discussion. The, I'm just gonna say argument because it sounded like an it argument. Sounded, if, if someone had just walked in, they'd be like, "Whoa!" Dude, yeah. I want to hear it. I want to so, know. Yeah. So when I first, when I was saying my opinion, I said that the last because I had just seen the Last Jedi. Twice in theaters, one with Brian and then one with my cousin because I always take my cousin to watch right. The Last Jedi. And when I first saw The Last Jedi, I was not disappointed, I was confused. Like you said, it wasn't a Star Wars movie that I was used to. And so I was like, this isn't what I expected, right? And so I was like, yeah, the parents thing, like, mm, that's not it. I wasn't, it didn't feel Star Wars when they went to that casino planet, yada, yada, yada. I was I wasn't bored. I was just like, why, why are they doing this? I didn't really get it. So it was more confusion when I first watched it. And so 
I enjoyed it. And so my argument was, it's not the worst Star Wars movie. And Matt, he heard that, and Matt was like, what did you just... Like, he came from downstairs or something. He's like, what did you just say, Frank? And I was like, Last Jedi is not the worst one. And he's like, you are... No, you are so wrong. And then he, like, listed, like, so many reasons why it's the worst one. And so we had that discussion. Um, I don't know if you think it's the worst one. Maybe at the time you did. I don't it's, know. It's confusing because... There's the prequels, yeah. which the CGI was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the dialogue was pretty bad. Yeah. So I guess from like a technical standpoint, those are definitely the worst. Yeah. But there's something about them. Like they were definitely Star Wars and they definitely mm-hmm. had a it's direction. It's because we grew up with them. Well, yeah. yeah. And also, be- first ones I also yeah, because exactly. it's, it's written and directed Completely controlled by George Lucas. Yeah. And so the creator of Star Wars had 100% control over his property. So it feels like Star Wars. And so I think after when I rewatched The Last Jedi again in anticipation of Episode Nine, um, I kind of had like, you know what, let me just have an open mind. I don't remember a couple of stuff. Let me just watch it again and see how I feel. And so a lot of things that made me confused like the casino planet rose's character i was also confused like why is she in here i don't maybe she didn't need to be in here um all of that kind of it clicked in my head and i was like the whole movie i was just like oh oh so that oh uh, and i was having all these realizations about the last jedi that not only made me respect it more but it i enjoyed it so much um, and I think I I applaud uh, what they did with The Last Jedi continuing on from Episode 7. Because right. I had just seen Episode 7 before Episode 8. And so Ryan Johnson, a lot of people give him flack for, like you said, subverting expectations. Which is fine. You can do that. And, and like, I I can see why people think he's subverting expectations. But, I me mean, personally, I don't think he's subverting expectations. I feel like he's taking... He's evolving what Star Wars is in his mind. He's okay. evolving it. And so I've, he's a big fan. Um, he's grown up watching uh, Star Wars. Everyone has. He has a deep respect for it. And when I was watching it, I kind of had a sense of he's not subverting our expectations, but he's um, developing the story that we've seen a lot of times, especially Episode 7, how you said it's like a 2.0 of A New Hope. And so I I kind of felt that after the, the second time I rewatched episode seven and then watching episode eight, it's kind of like the reason why I was confused is because I wasn't expecting this. And so when I watched it with fresh eyes, I was like, holy shit, he's giving us something different. And I was kind of negating that. I was like, no, I was like putting up a barrier between me and the movie. I was like, mm, this isn't Star Wars. And then I kind of just like opened up and kind of embraced it. And I was like, oh, he's not subverting expectations. He's just telling a story. And social media kind of took it. I took it. Like, I was like, oh, Ray's going to, her parents are this, her parents are that. You know what, he would, he would, it would have been better if he had finished the trilogy. Yeah. Because not like if he hadn't done the second one, but he had just done the last one. Because he changed so much, like from the direction that Seven felt like it was going. yeah. I agree. With you. Okay. The whole trilogy after that was like, oh my god, like what's going on? Yeah. Like, Snoke, 
I felt I think Snoke was supposed to be the main villain for that trilogy, and he's mm-hmm. gone in the second one. And I don't, okay. I'm not even gonna get into like his death. So I thought that was stupid. That's a so, really good point. So to me, to me, speaking of Snoke, when I watched the first movie, I was so pissed when they killed him. I was pissed. I was like, why the fuck would you hype this guy That's up? Why they had to bring that problem? Why, why would you hype him up? But then after I watched this this time, I was like, holy shit, he, this dude's not important. Like our main, especially after watching Nine, I was like, because they took some elements of Colin Trevorrow's script, because he was supposed to direct episode nine and not jj abrams but um that's a whole another situation but after watching episode nine and then rewatch or after watching episode eight i realized snoke isn't the main bad guy and he, he was there he was they were kind of like episode seven was kind of making him seem like he was the next palpatine and after watching it again i was like i don't i didn't i'm glad they didn't because to me the main the main villain to me was always going to be Kylo. It was supposed to be Kylo versus Rey. That was the whole emotional arc that Ryan Johnson was creating, especially going off of episode seven and episode eight, having those visions where they would talk to each other all the time. I felt like, oh, I like that. He's leading up to this where it's going to be Kylo and Rey. Mm-hmm. Like, forget about Snoke, whatever. He he's fine, but I'm I'm kind of glad that they kind of took him out. I disagree. Okay, that's fine. But yes. I kind of glad that they took him out because the emo- I I didn't I wasn't invested emotionally in Snoke to care. I was more upset that they didn't give me that reason why, but I found out through the movie that Ryan Johnson didn't want me to concentrate on Snoke because he wanted me to concentrate on Kylo being the main guy. I agree that it should that it should be Kylo versus Rey. Or but not, but just emotionally, like yeah, their emotionally. their their emotional connection, like that but, was the thing that drove it. I feel like if you had kept Snoke there. There would have always been an element of like, well, we still have Snoke to deal with. Like, when as soon as you take him out, then it's like, okay, we all know it's Kylo versus Ray. Like, well, because like, I feel like if they would have left Snoke in, it would have been of a, a a Return of the Jedi situation where Palpatine was the one controlling Luke, and Darth Vader is still under Snoke's uh, under Palpatine's power, and he saves Luke at the very end where. It's kind of like, all right, is this going to be Return of the Jedi again, where they still have Snoke to deal with, both Rey and Kylo, and it's still episode nine yeah. still ends up being Palpatine, where they have no, to team but up. But at least, at least kill him in like a better way. Like, what was that? Like, I didn't like that throne room scene at all. Oh, I, okay, yeah, no. I know Matt gives me flack for like this. A lot of people get, but didn't I love like that death. throne scene. Like the everything then, about it, I think is really and then Phasma. Phasma mm-hmm. and Finn was looking to be like a cool storyline because oh they were Bella. like battling and then she just dies and I'm like, are no, you serious? The like, way they did Finn throughout the whole like trilogies, okay, downright like it sucks. Yeah, like no, oh, they he did was, like dirty. Wielding, he was like wielding shit in the beginning and you're like, oh my god, he's gonna become like this force wielding power and no. Well, even like now he's just helping in the background. Yeah, helping in the background. They didn't mm-hmm. make him a main character. No, I think there's half this, of his dialogue is just him screaming. There, there's a yeah, there's a meme where like that's all he says. Like his, he says like louder increments yeah. each movie. It's like Ray, Ray, Ray. Yeah. Like each movie builds onto that. But um, yeah, I I think Colin Trevorrow's script episode nine was supposed to make him a Jedi because in episode nine, like this one, he's like. <clears throat> Does he have something. the force? Like, He's like, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, and then he yeah, doesn't yeah. tell her. Oh. And, like, 
I think they were like trying to implement a little bit of what the script was doing, but like didn't go that way. So I was really confused. Like, is he a Jedi? Is he not? Does he have the Force? Does he not? It's a lot of unanswered questions. See, that... I think Anthony made a great point by saying that they should have let Ryan Johnson direct Episode Nine mm-hmm. because he's right. So you have Episode Seven; it sets up everything, even though it's New Hope Part Two, whatever. Yeah, but you can still subvert people's expectations in the last movie. And make mm-hmm. it this totally different thing. Actually, this is what Star Wars is. But when you do it in the smack dab middle yeah. of the trilogy, mm-hmm. it throws people up. Like, diehard fans, you know, not diehard mm-hmm. fans, just regular ass Star Wars fans. Yeah. It just throws people off. Mm-hmm. And it threw me off for sure. Okay. Like, you can subvert people's expectations. I think it just wasn't executed well at all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if they had had him do the end, then people would be like, whoa, I yeah. didn't see that coming. That's the end of it. Like, whoa. But when you do it in the middle, now you have to have another one. Now you have to change stuff because people are not going out well, like that. Well, I think because when he wrote the script, J.J. Abrams was, like, giving him the okay. So I'm assuming Colin Trevorrow was taking Ryan Johnson's script and using a lot of those elements from Ryan Johnson's script. And when Disney decided to fire Colin Trevorrow because he made another bad movie somewhere where, like, it flopped domestically, like... He made something like the book of some. I don't know what he made, but um, it did so bad, like critically. And they were like, Colin Trevorrow, like, you're not going to direct episode nine. And so they made J.J. Abrams last minute adapt. Honestly, it's kind of an impossible task to give J.J. Abrams, like, here's what the script. We don't want to do it because Colin Trevorrow did this. And we saw all this backlash that the last shot I had. And so I'm assuming they were going to take those elements and put them in episode nine. But. Because of The Last Jedi okay. and everything, they were like, we want you to rewrite this. Like, start fresh. And put Palpatine in it. Yeah, and so yeah. JJ was like, well, fuck. Throw, like, throw I have to do this. Like, fuck. Like, it was just like a shitty situation all around. It was a shitty situation. At that point, they should have just let Ryan Johnson finish it. Right. Finish I would have that. No, and, and the, but the thing is with, um, back with Ryan Johnson, I don't think he was, again, subverting the expectation more of evolving the story with, like, a sequel supposed to do. Like, evolve the themes. Like, the 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 island or the the planet where they go to in the casino, mm-hmm. to me that was, he was putting Star Wars, he was like giving uh shining a light on Star Wars like, how. The movie is called Star Wars, but they don't really talk about war, at all throughout the whole movie. Like yeah, the prequels, negotiations and tax yeah. reform and all like it's like <laughs> what like who cares about yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff? But like the thematic elements of war and how. He was shining a light on how these rich people are rich because they sell weapons to the rebellion right. and to the uh, fucking what are they what are they called the newer new order new order and so they're giving selling weapons to both sides and Benicio del Toro's character I didn't like him at first but then I kind of was like okay so they're showing characters in who don't give a fuck about either side they're just like I'm here to make money and so right no matter what it is like he's like. You guys are gonna win. Blow up, blow up their guys. They're gonna blow up your guys. He's like, as long as I get my fucking and money, we make like, money. I'm out. Exactly. And so that sounds I, great. And so on paper, okay. I just felt bored throughout the okay. whole part. I, I was, agree. why am I here? And I, I don't want to feel like that when, when okay. I'm in a movie, especially Star Wars, like okay. in a different planet. Okay. Like, sure, like all that sounds great. Like, mm. s- like writing that sounds awesome. Yeah. I just don't like how it was executed. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I respect, I mean, I respect yeah, the opinion yeah. because, like, of course, no one's going to feel exactly how I feel. No, it's all subjective. Yeah, it's all dude. subjective. Um, I was just glad that they had some, 
story elements that weren't just heroes and blah right. blah. It was more right. like real real shit. And I kind of like especially the the opening scene to that movie is my favorite scene when you see Rose's sister, where she's the last like bomber uh, in that ship, and Poe is kind of like being uh, um, what's the word where he's not really following orders. He's being like a rebel. Mm-hmm. And doesn't care, so he like orders the the attack on those like ships, and she's the last bomber, and she has to like sacrifice herself right. uh, in order to save that. And it kind of shows her like their last moments alive. Like she sacrificed herself, like the bombs are dropping, and she knows she's gonna die, but you really get to see those moments where th- the someone's last moments, like before they're about to die, and then that's a consequence that Poe has to live with throughout the whole movie that's why general leia is kind of like you're an idiot like you fucking he's like we we took out a dreadnought it's like you fucking wasted all of our bombers like you're this is why you're demoted and so i kind of like that the the themes of consequences in this movie poe does something and he tells finn and rose to do something and there's consequences to that uh because general leia had a plan but poe trying to be the hero like you can be a hero by following orders. like, And so they play with that theme a lot in the movie where <coughs> the, the the idea of consequences, I really like about this movie, and the idea of war, like that whole situation. That's why after, after this viewing, I was just like, okay, he's introducing themes that no one really talks about in Star Wars, and I'm glad that he's bringing them up. And I thought they were well executed. Of course, like you can disagree with me mm-hmm. and shit like that. But... but um, uh, with episode nine, they just they went full on back. They're like, let's just fucking shoehorn Palpatine in here and try to fix Dude, it. Yeah. So what what were your thoughts? Dude, okay, listen. The first like forty five minutes were the fastest forty five minutes. Dude, every scene was like we gotta get this on fast. Like there was like a timer. Like if this scene yeah. doesn't end in like fifty seconds, we're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. And then every scene was so. I just remember watching like, damn, like we're going to this movie quick. What's happening, dude? Yeah. Like. Plot lines, like, plot elements are just, like, going, 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 going. Yeah. Like, and I was like, whoa, where this movie, is nuts. Yeah, where the movie ended for me. What's your biggest problem with the movie? There, It felt like there were no... There was no... It didn't feel like anything was on the line for me. Like, it okay. didn't feel like there were any, like... Especially for the end of a trilogy. There was any risk. Like, there was... It felt like nothing was at stake, because it was like... It was like, oh, Palpatine's back. Um... But did anyone really think Palpatine was gonna like win? It's the end of the trilogy. Like, did I think anything was really gonna happen with him? Uh, not really. I thought he was gonna die at the end. Uh, they killed. They killed Chewie. You're like everyone's like, oh my god. Nope, they didn't kill him. He's yeah. a, he's alive. It was the different transport. And then it's like, mm. oh, whoa, Ray just stabbed Kylo. Whoa, did did he just kill off Kylo? No, she <laughs> healed him back up. I was like, okay, like, uh, oh, Palpatine. Killed Ray? Like, oh. Oh. oh, no. No. <laughs> Force heal. Force heal. Here's my biggest problem uh-huh. with episode nine. Compared to episode eight, say what you want, that movie had balls to do what it wanted no, to do. That, yeah. Episode no, nine had no balls. Yeah, no balls. Had, had oh, let me kill off Chewie uh, and make this emotional. Just kidding, he's alive. Let me erase CP3O's yeah. mind yeah. because well, he's sacrificing just kidding, himself for the mission. Just kidding, there's a backup. There's um, uh, let me, what you said, let me kill Kylo and it's going to be very emotional. Oh, just kidding, he's back. Like, yeah, it, had, it didn't know 
It wanted you to. You can do that once or maybe twice, but like they did it the whole time. No, and it, 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 it kind of was like, let me do this. And like, if they get upset, don't worry. He's alive. Like, yeah, like if fans were going to get outraged that Chewie died, don't worry. He's alive again. Like it had no backbone. It had no spine. And it movie. wasn't even, it wasn't even that. It was the fact that they bring him back like 30 seconds later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't even yeah. get time to process. Like, oh yeah. my God, Chewie's gone. Literally 30 seconds. Back, Ray, he's on the ship and you're like, Ray has this emotional scene where it's like, she fucking killed Chewie. Like she has to live with that. Yeah. And like, she's discovering that she has these, pa- Oh, just kidding. Chewie's alive. Yeah. Like, don't worry ray it's like ray ray hears like uh leia or something or like kylo yeah and she stabs him and she's like wait leia did she and then she looks and kylo's on the ground she's like you're like oh sh-. like she's gonna have to live with like dude like did she kind of kill leia by like killing kylo because like because like leia would like had to stop it yeah she's like oh my god like did i kill-? nope um heal him he's fine, he's fine. <laughs> you're like dude yeah like, um have a little risk there take it take a chance yeah to me it just it was lacking so much spine i don't know about you what's your biggest problem i mean with that movie? see at that point i was checked out already okay i oh, was yeah. like if they lack spine when she healed kylo i checked out I yeah like, when they killed <laughs> chewy okay look that was so cool the lightning yeah in her hands, i was like that's a that's, that's a dope visual awesome, that's a dope dude. visual i want her to do that more that was so cool but yeah the movie was just going by so fast mm-hmm. i didn't really care because of episode uh Seven and eight, honestly, even seven, yeah, even seven. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, whatever Disney's gonna do, whatever Disney wants to do, doesn't matter at this point. Um, I thought the little dude was cool. What was his name? Uh, oh, the mechanics. Uh, Babu Freak. Babu Freak. Hey! Dude, like, he was, he's he's yeah. the funniest part. He was, of he was a funny character, dude. I liked him. Um, yeah. So I think it oh, was the lightning when it when she like blew up the transport oh, ship. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I was thinking when I was watching it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, like, she's insane. Yeah. But then, when Palpatine has the whole thing yeah. going up, I'm like, why isn't all the ships just yeah. gone? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, so many inconsistencies with, like, and when she's, like, blocking the lightning, I'm like, really, he's going to just keep, it's, like, the same thing, that's how he died last time, or, like, how he how he became all deformed, with, like, yeah. in, the, in the prequels, you're just, like, blocking it back at him, and he's just doing that again, like, yeah. I don't know. I felt like the whole thing was just... And, ah, the ending was messy. And so when when that was happening, when he was like, if you strike me, yeah. you will you will strike yourself or I will become, yeah. come into you. And so at that moment, I was like, oh, she's going to kill herself. Because yeah. that's the only way Like I see like her Sacrifice. him not going into his body. No. No, let's have her block it again. Let's have her block it. Come on. Not one. Two lightsabers. And so, look, to me, the there were some moments in it that I loved in episode 9. Like, when they continue on that, the, the visions of Rey and, and uh, Kylo, yeah. and they're, like, fighting, and you see them fighting in two different locations, and, like, yeah. shit, like, is falling, like, you see fruits and stuff, like, falling in the yeah. ship. Like, that that whole scene was dope. Some people didn't like this part, but I liked the lightsaber transfer, dude. That was, that was dope. That was dope. Like, like this whole thing, like, yeah, I was like... she grabbed it. I was that, like, oh, that's shit. cool. Like, that's good. Um, also, I, to me, the... To me, the emotional ending was when Kylo was fighting Rey on that ship. Um, that whole thing, like, when they're fighting, I'm like, that should have been the ending. Like, that should have yes. been the ending of she the trilogy. Them two. Them two. Whether that be... One if, of them kills the other. One of them kills the other. If Rey turns or blah, 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 she finds out she's a Palpatine, whatever, she turns. Um, whatever the case may be, I feel like that was the emotional... Because I was scared for both of them. Because Kylo is my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Because he's given the most 
emotional uh, arc in the whole trilogy. Like, he starts off really bad, kills his dad. He still doesn't feel all the way bad. He tries to kill his mother. They kill his mother for him. Or they he thinks that his mother's dead. And and uh, he's trying to prove him, like, himself that he's uh, that he's from the dark side. But he knows deep down that he's not. And then when you see Ray like in episode nine, when she finds out she's a Palpatine, she's you kind of just like, is she kind of, is she gonna, is she gonna switch? I mean, I, maybe I thought I was like, is she gonna switch? Like, is she's gonna get seduced by the dark side because of her heritage or something? Mm-hmm. Well, I felt like them two were like, that whole scene was dope. At the very end, I was like, okay, this is Return of the Jedi, part two. Like, when, yeah, when they did the life thing again, or when Kylo did it, I was like, okay, I guess like that's symbolizing he has light now in him. Like yeah. you can do that but first of all I thought like to be able to do that you really had to be like true like Jedi you know what I mean I don't think it matters anymore yeah and they, they <laughs> I think no because I think didn't like I don't know I don't know if I'm just like completely wrong but I thought like I guess way back in like the older like ones uh-huh. it used to be like only like the masters mm-hmm. have that ability and now they're just like you know, passing it here you go here's some life here's some life <laughs> And like, it takes, it yeah, takes yeah, some, I got, some got my battery you, I got you, don't worry, don't, don't worry. worry. Give me my charger. And then, like, the kiss at the end, I was kind of like, dude, that, was, that felt, like, so Disney, like. Really? Like, oh. I didn't mind the kiss, but, I mean, it's not something that I would have. I was like, I think it was just, like, with everything else that had happened, and I was just like, this is really the end. And then, like, they just end it by kissing. I was like, it's like, that's how you're going to end the, that's the, that's the climax of the trilogy. Yeah, is that? I, was like, I think to me the whole narrative arc was with because race is the same. The every movie she's the same. She doesn't change. Would have been better if Kylo had lived. That would have been. Yeah, and so, to me, to me the whole narrative arc, of the the emotional arc was with Kylo, because he's the one that's whenever he kills Snoke, he seems like a little kid when he's like blow that ship out of the sky. Like he's <laughs> like he's he's a kid like yeah. raged out with all this power, yeah. and so. I figured, okay, if you're gonna make him go back to the to the to light, to the light side, I was like, at least make him. So has something has to happen because like I kind of like that arc. Yeah, could you imagine how powerful it could have been if like Ray died from Palpatine and then yeah. Kylo has to go back to like yeah, just like alone and he's like, no, I swear, like I'm. I'm yes. Now. Yeah. Imagine him killing Palpatine, but like with his powers and everything. Yeah. Because at the end of The Last Jedi, he, like, tells Rey to join him. But it's not for the dark side. It's for something else. Like, it's like, forget, like, let the old ways, let the past die. And so, also with that line, I kind of felt like that was Ryan Johnson kind of just, like, let go of, like, your mm-hmm. pre-ignitions of Star Wars. Like, like I'm trying to evolve this. and But, like, Rey, uh, Kylo was telling Rey, like, forget, forget, like, this isn't the dark side. But when she dips and she's like, fuck you... He's kind of like, all right, well, I have this army. Let me just use the dark side. And so he seems like this unaware kid, this, like, unhinged kid with all this power because that's what he's been treated like, especially with Snoke and shit. And so I was like, this whole narrative arc of him accepting that he's never going to be bad, maybe they could have done a little bit better, but the way it ended, like, I would have liked that destination. I just didn't like the journey in Episode Nine the way it happened, but... I mean, like you said, it's it's Disney now. So. It's Disney now, man. It's Disney-owned product. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But, um, but yeah, uh, 
hopefully, if they do make new Star Wars, they let the people creating it have yes, full creative please, control. Please, Disney And, like, just... don't interfere. Just let them do their thing. Bro, they're trying to interfere with Lizzie McGuire. Dude, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, like, what do you... Yeah. This is not... I don't think it's going to work. Like, Disney, if you make another Star Wars, just... Y'all focus on making your one little character that you're going to sell toys of <laughs> and then leave the rest to... Baba Freak, dude? Yeah. I'll, dude, I'll buy his fucking character right now like cause if it's a toy dude he's like the he's one of the best characters in episode 9 cause everyone sucked it's like <laughs> yeah. so it's like dude like he's like the highlight of the movie yeah. he's like hey, hey, hey like dude fuck yeah you're dude you're so awesome dude but um but yeah that's our uh Star Wars rant most likely we'll have a bigger one we'll have we'll, a bigger one with Matt probably yeah with Matt we'll like maybe we'll do something where like we'll rank them all each each of us will rank them that's something and we'll debate and shit, that'll be like a full special or something. Yeah, but, um, Star Wars episode. A Star Wars episode. But yeah, that's our that's our rant. If you want to talk shit to me, um, I'm at, at Frank Lopez underscore 14. Oh. If you don't agree with Damn. me. He wants the smoke. No, I don't want the smoke. I just like, <laughs> hey, just let me know if you fucking disagree. Um, do you want to plug in your social media? Uh... We can plug in something media. Something yeah, media. That's, yeah. That's yeah. always a good yeah. one. We have, uh, it. It's literally just... At something media, um, on okay, we have a TikTok where we do little skits and stuff. It's not cringe mm-hmm. TikTok. Well, a couple of the early ones are more cringe. Yeah. But now we're doing more skits and stuff on there. Nice. Um, and then on YouTube, we'll probably be dropping like a couple, a couple things pretty soon. Something media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to drop your social? Uh, at Bry Prado, B R Y P R A D O. Um, yeah, talk shit to me about Star Wars. I don't really. Yeah. I'm just gonna tell you the same thing I said here, bro. Yeah. Disney. I don't. It's whatever. And look again. These are our opinions. Like. No, this is a fact. It's Francisco. like. It's like. It, if if you don't agree with Brian's opinion, you're not gonna make him change his mind. Yes, you are. No, I'm just <laughs> if you disagree with me, you're not gonna make me change my mind. It's just our opinions. But look, let us know if you do have a different. Unless opinion. they come out with some straight facts, and I'm like, oh, oh shit. Then yeah, if you hey, look, if you, I'll be honest. If you change my mind, I'll let you know that you yeah. changed my mind. Yeah. But also, I'm just gonna bring this up. We don't have to talk about it. No, you can. Disney is pretty racist, and we're not gonna get into that. We can talk about the. Okay, there's some trash marketing. I'm getting into it. There's some no, trash marketing it, they let's did get into it. for episode nine, episode eight. They left out Finn's character in some of the posters. Yeah. Um, in like China or was it in Japan? It was, I think it was in Japan. Really? They left him out. Wow. Um, I mean, it's just obvious. He wasn't a main, they didn't do anything with his character. They left him out in some of the marketing teasers. They let him do hot ones. It's just like, they, uh, they, they <sighs> like, hey, you can do hot ones. You, you're not going to be in our movie that much. We're not going to promote you in our posters. You're not going to, you know, I, it's just, at the end of the day, Disney is a pretty fucked up company. Yeah. And that's just a fact. No, and like you see him too, like when in social media, like once he's done with Star Wars, he's like, dude, he's going off. I'm like, dude, yeah. dude, talk your off, shit, dude. dude. Talk your uh, shit. He probably he probably knows like Disney is just treating him horribly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I bet he was so excited. With, oh, like, dude. Episode seven. Dude. Once he got that check, dude, like, oh. and they were like, "You're free from Star Wars." He's like, "Bet." Like he's. Oh yeah. Dude, I I saw a couple of memes he retweeted where they were like talking about Raylo, like Ray and Kylo. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, yeah, they, they kiss or whatever. That takes <laughs> him official. And, like, dude, he doesn't give a fuck, dude. I'm so glad, dude. dude because yeah, because good. someone really, like, 
especially someone like John Boyega, who, like you said, in the marketing, especially in Dude, the, the films. Dude, the amount of posters in, like, yeah. I think it was in, you can look it up, it was in Japan or China, somewhere in Eastern countries. Yeah. They Japan. left them out of posters because Disney doesn't have, like, a good base over there. Mm-hmm. So they want to, like, try to appeal, like, with these new movies, so they left out his character yeah. for God knows what, I wonder what reason. I mean, dude, it's just, they didn't promote him. They didn't give him much screen time in the movies, much dialogue. Dude, they had him yelling Ray the entire time. But also, that scene at the very end of, of The Rise of Skywalker, when the, the two women kiss, Yeah. and they, like, make it made a big deal, like, we're cutting that scene out. I'm like, dude, there wasn't even a scene to begin with. It's like, Two seconds. Well, that's like a shot, kissing? dude. They were oh just kissing like God. two seconds and they cut away and they're like, we have to, they made a big they deal. Know, they we have know. to cut this for like our Chinese audience. Exactly, I'm like, dude. Bro, it's two seconds. It's a second. There's just people that's, kissing. That's the other thing. And like, people are like, it's a scene. I'm like, dude, it's it's not even a it's scene. A, they, it's a pan shot, right? And they're going dude, past yeah. and they kiss and then it's gone. Yeah, it's dude, gone. it's gone, dude. It's gone. That, that's if you Disney's, blink, it will, you won't see it. That's Disney's version of like, we're... We love LGBTQ+. We, we care about the LGBTQ, and we want them yeah. represented in our films. And it's like... We love them. A frame? It was it's so, like, it was you got so a frame? Dumb. You got a frame. It was so dumb. And I, like, I didn't like it because like it wasn't that I'm anti-LGBT. It's that you're going to do it for two seconds? Like, like, what, uh, that's just clear. There's like, like, yeah. like, no LGBTQ yeah. character. There's yeah. like, no, we're going to give them one second of screen time. They're going to kiss for a split yeah. second. Gone. It's like, bro, like, why would you even... Put it in there. Yeah, you don't even so, need it. No, no, look, guys. You just want to be a part. You just want to say, like, oh, we're, we're... Look, guys, we did this thing. Yeah. It's awesome, right? Check it out. Now buy our Watch stuff. The movie. <laughs> it's like, no. Like, we're not going to give you credit. We got the LGBTQ support, guys. Now, this will make episode nine good. Yeah. LGBTQ right, right, right. It's like, it's not... You're not making a difference. It's, it's funny, too, because you see, I think, in the new Pixar movie, Onward, that's coming out, they, like, came out on Twitter. They were like, we have our first... Uh, openly uh, gay uh, character <laughs> and people were like oh that's two seconds of screen time like yeah. they're just gonna put it in the movie and someone was like oh she's a cop it's oh, a cop bro yeah dude and so and so yeah like Disney like you said they're they're pretty they're notoriously pretty... racist company yeah um I don't really trust them with what they make anymore it's pretty all trash now pretty much all trash now so I will say like this, their Pixar stuff oh I think, yeah. dude but that's Pixar yeah dude, like... and so like Pixar, like the, the Pixar company, like they care about their characters oh, and shit of course. like that. And so, of course, I really like I to me Inside Out. It's one of the best films of the See, decade for me, at least. A to lot me. of Pixar movies are like yeah. best of the decade, Toy honestly. Or Toy Stories, dude. Contenders. All the Toy Stories, you, The Incredibles, dude. You Finding see, Nemo. Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc. You see all these like awesome films that they create. But that's the Pixar team. It's the Pixar team. Disney up in their top floor, you know. You see Frozen, Frozen. It's like. That's just for, I mean, I mean, look, no it offense. It came out was for little girls to get their listen. No offense, or little boys, their soundtrack do, like, whatever, for but. Frozen. They, they did numbers, so no, they yeah, do something right with that. You know how many kids were singing "Let It Go"? Yeah, oh my, God. I know how many kids. Yeah. All my cousins were. Yeah, you, like they're they know what they're doing. It's it's all it's all for the money. Yeah, all for the money, they don't care. I think the closest thing that came to making uh the last or the latest movie that they made that was like close to a good story maybe was like Moana. Yeah. But, like, even then, it's kind of like, this could have been Pixar. Did they steal it from Pixar? They own Pixar now? They were they just like, we're just going to release it under exactly. Disney. Yeah. So, I don't know. To me, it Which felt it like Which it might Pixar. slowly start getting there. Okay. Just to let y'all know, yeah. Pixar might not be a thing in, like, 10, 20 years. Yeah. Which so, I mean, is scary. That's why you got to support uh, films 
that aren't then aren't like aren't DreamWorks or Pixar like animated films. You gotta support other ones. I so. wish Pixar was still like separate. You know, but I mean, they, they could they could make an adult Toy Story. That'd be awesome. Oh my gosh, that'd be dude. awesome. They can make so many things. Yeah. Dude, awesome. dude, like when in Toy Story three when they're when they're all spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Toy Story three, oh, yeah, but like I mean, everyone's seen it. But yeah, when, if you haven't seen it, yeah, but not the very end. But like close to the end, when they're in the dumpster, like yeah. about dude. Burn. They're about to get burned. Yeah. Everyone in this yeah. theater is like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. this is dark as fuck. This and sounds like, dark, but, like, just have one of them. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> but like that whole theme of, like, you see all of them accepting their fate of death. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck, dude? They're, like, linked up. Dude, dude. they're linked up, That's prepared so to go out together. It's a good-ass movie. Like, dude, like, those are some themes that Pixar isn't afraid of fucking. Yeah. Of course, like, they, they're, like. They all get saved and everything. Yeah, but it's a pick. It's a yeah. It's a Pixar movie. You're a kid watching like yeah. You're a kid watching that movie. They're gonna die. And you're watching Woody. You're you've grown up watching Woody. You see his expression in his face. He's accepting death. Kids are like, what the fuck? It's like, but yeah. So it's just one of those things where you still have studios and companies still care for their products, but when they're under Disney now, like Disney. Literally, is buying everything, so who knows if that like they bought 20th Century Fox, and there's this production studio in 20th Century Fox called Fox Searchlight, that's has a lot of films like independent films that mm-hmm. have won like a lot of awards like Spotlight, Birdman, um, all these films that have won like who knows if they're gonna continue it because of Disney. It's like is that making them money? I don't know. So is this I mean, controversial? It's adding a adding a LGBTQ just for a frame because yeah. we wanna we're make supportive. Make it a pan shot too, yeah. so you can barely see it. It's like no, dude. Like just just make sensible LGBTQ films that they could easily do that, dude. Dude, like, dude Love Simon got canceled from Disney Plus because it was too not it wasn't family friendly. Remember the movie Love Simon that came out like, a couple years I, back? Yeah, I didn't see it, but I, yeah. I really liked Love Simon. Like, like really liked mm-hmm. it, and it's like super emotional. It's really good. And it's about a, a, a gay um, a gay boy finding about or coming out in high school. Mm-hmm. And Disney Plus canceled the series that they had because it wasn't fan, family friendly. And then people were like sending screen or like screen records of like in the first cap when someone like flies into it like a like those like wind things like in an airplane and they get like just like obliterated like in the thing with blood squirting everywhere. People were like, so is this family friendly? Or like. A couple of other screen records of, like, films that have shown, like, especially Disney films that have shown, like, way worse stuff. And they're, like, so you did, you're all talk about the LGBTQ, like, supporting them. Like, you're not. They don't care. They don't care. They don't and, care. And so they know that if a lot of their constituents think that it's inappropriate to see gay people, it's, like, if that's not going to no, make no, them that's money, not family friendly. Then it's, like, oh, then, sorry, we will cut it out. It's like, like, that's going to be a dangerous word. It's, like, like it's so dumb. Years, dude. It's it's dumb and it's actually it's it's pretty scary to see where it's gonna go, where it's gonna head. That's why I'm not really Star Wars. Okay, they can keep trying. We'll see. I, I hope mean, they don't. I hope they just give it to someone else. Hope no. Hopefully they give it some time before like because they need a new team. Whoever was working on those. Some people were, or I think they were speculating. Uh, or I don't know if they're still in negotiations, but like Kevin Feige was gonna. I was okay. Was gonna take over Star Wars. Someone. Like it was like a I don't know if it was a leak or something or like they were negotiating not negotiating but they were in talks with Kevin Feige the Star Wars Lucasfilms 
about him being like the Kathleen Kennedy of that. Right. Where like he would be in charge of like Star Wars stuff. Didn't someone leave the Marvel team? Um no. I don't remember. I don't it might have been. I don't know. I feel like someone big just recently left. Oh well uh Scott Derrickson, he was supposed to direct the Doctor Strange. Okay. But he left because it created differences because he wanted to make a horror movie. Right. And they didn't really let him make it because he he made uh what was that film that he made like was the scary movie that he made uh with the VHS tapes that he would put in. Um, uh, uh, did it recently come out? No, it's been a while. Let me look up Scott Derrickson. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Derrickson. Um. Uh, Sinister. Okay. So he made Sinister. And so they got him for Doctor Strange because... And a lot of the comics, like, he deals with a lot of scary shit because he's, like, interdimensional and all that stuff. And so they pitched it to him, to Scott. They're like, we want you to make the second one, but you can make your horror movie. Okay. Scott Derrickson was like, bet. This is awesome. Like, I'm going to make a a horror movie in the MCU. And then, like, a couple weeks ago, like, they kind of were like, we've decided that Scott Derrickson is no longer going to be a part of the film. It was mutual. And a lot of people were speculating is because he, they didn't let him make the horror movie that he wanted to make, and so. But they got um, uh, what's his the the guy that made the Spider Man movies, the original Sam Raimi. Yeah. And he's also he's made Evil Dead, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what what Marvel and Disney do. I don't know if Kevin Feige is gonna. There's a new CEO at Disney. Oh, uh, Bob Iger! Bob Iger that's stepped down. About. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he got he got some dirt on him. Did someone got dirt on him? Down like that. Who steps out of a of Disney? That, that's what I want to talk. It about. It was suddenly. It was suddenly. So we, we, we can Bob, stuff's gonna come out. Bob Chapik. Is that how you pronounce his name? He's wasn't, a new CEO. Isn't he? Wasn't he um, the theme park CEO or something like of like Disneyland or Probably. something? Yeah, I think you're and right. And so they just got like a the person who like took care of like the theme yeah. parks yeah. and like there you go. They're like oh, you're in charge. So here's Disney. And it's it's wondering like what did Bob Iger do? Why is he stepping down? I don't right. know. I think we're gonna hear some stuff. I feel like we're gonna hear some shit. Really? Either 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 that or they were like step down and yeah. So none of this none of that shit comes out. But you know there's gonna be people looking into it now because yeah. they're like why did he step down? It's a Nothing. it's a great question because he's owns the 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 like them and like Amazon and Google like Disney is like up there. Yeah. And so it's like. Why he just would you step down like that? No one steps down. Like you're not gonna see, like, I don't know, the, the CEO of Google. Like, just be like Bob Iger, dude. Bob Iger stepped down. So, so like, I don't know. Maybe we'll see some stuff in the news where we find out. Or that. what if we never see it? Or know. it could be one of those where it's like you don't hear stuff for like a year or two years, yeah. and then like someone speaks about like, you know, it's, what happened. Yeah, it's it's so one of those things where it's like, oh you know, shit. You never know when stuff will come out, but yeah. So. What did you think when you first heard it? Like, instantly, what was your reaction? I was like, yeah, no one just steps down like that. Yeah. Why did that happen? Who's yeah. this Bob Chappie guy? Why is he the new CEO? Yeah. What's happening? I, I think I was in Babelese when that when that happened. No, no, he mentioned Bob, I- Bob Iger. And I was like, uh, no, he said Bob something. And I was like, oh, you mean Bob Iger? And he's yeah, like, yeah, he stepped down. Yeah. He stepped down. And so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Bob Iger, man. I, it seems sketch. I don't. I wouldn't step down if I was the CEO, unless they were like, "We've got some dirt on you. Get ahead of it. Get out of here." Oof. And so, you think he's being a weirdo or something? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, we look. In recent years, we've had powerful men do some yeah. creepy shit because they're powerful men. 
Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein just got indicted, right? He got indicted for two counts. He's in there for 25 years. So good. And it wasn't even the worst ones, but still he's in he's behind bars now. So and he's still playing the victim. Like he was carrying his cane like in and yeah, out of like trials no and like bro, no one feels sorry for you, dude. So, y'all, did y'all ever talk about like what Trump was talking about, like parasite? Like, yes. Tweeting about? So oh, yeah, we talked yeah, about, we talked about what did you think when when he was talking about dude, that? Dude, that was so messed up when he said like, um, I don't know. He said something. You might want to pull it up so I'm not like okay. But he said like something about like parasite winning best picture was like worse than like the Harvey Weinstein. Oh, situation. you talked like, about that. Yeah. Was, was it bad. Trump that said that or was it someone else? I think it was Trump, but it I don't want to be wrong. I think so, it was like, Trump. We should fuck. But dude. like I was like, whoa. Like Wh- he said it before like all of that like happened. I think it was like a week before like the whole Okay. Well, even with the whole Weinstein thing, like, he, he's talking about I never liked his movies. Never cared for him. <laughs> like all right, bro. Everybody uh, yeah, it was at it was at a rally. Yeah, the the he was at a cuz I wrote about it for uh, uh it might, I think it was on that one. Uh, that first link. This one? Seen him. Yeah, I think it showed, or at least had quotes. Uh, how bad are the Academy Awards this year? Did you see? And the winner is a movie from South Korea, said the President of the United States on Thursday night of the Oscar-winning South Korean film. What the hell was that all about? We've got enough problems with South Korea with trade on top of they give them the best movie of the year? question mark uh, and then he's like i'm looking for like let's get gone with the wind uh, can we get like gone with the wind back please sunset boulevard so many great movies <laughs> and i told brian i was like i guarantee you he's never seen sunset boulevard like he's oh, yeah, never seen it not. and then i was like who's gone who's like finished gone with the wind it's like four hours dude yeah. it's like fuck but um i want to see if he did say that um maybe it wasn't in that page there was i swear he said something like uh try like oh let me let me write it down then trump parasite worse he's long gone bro he's like trump is yeah no one knows what's happening in his brain uh i know he's talked about weinstein stuff but he just talked about yeah, I never liked his movies. That's about it. Yeah. From what I, I remember. I don't see it. I think it was someone else. Because if he said that, bro, like, fuck. Like, he, why is he still in office, dude? Oh, no, that wasn't him. It wasn't him. It was on that uh, It was on that one website that I, that I showed you uh, where the guy was trashing Parasite. Oh, yes, 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 yes. It was, was, a, there, it was uh, a, an article. It was an article on... Uh, I do remember that. It was... Uh, the Reporter. What's the reporter? The reporter. What would they say? Article. Uh, we can actually pull it up and like talk about it. Yeah. He said that, and I, I read off. it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. The reporter. Uh, put Parasite. Uh, parasite. Worse than. Um, What's happening? I'm trying to find this article. Uh, just put the reporter and then put like parasite the, or something. the reporter parasite. So yeah, so explain a little bit more about the article while I pull it up. Um, it was basically it was like anti. Oh, I think you can write this, but it was like anti-Americanism. Okay. Uh, at the Oscars or something like that. Yeah, he was talking. That was like the title of his, of his article. What was it again? 
Uh, I think it was anti-Americanism. Because uh, me and him were talking about there's a video that came out on YouTube. There was a video. Same concept, same stuff happening. Uh, uh, Why isn't anything from the reporter coming? Maybe they deleted it. <laughs> it could be. It they was probably still took it up there. like a couple days ago when I was like looking. But yeah, it. so yeah, talk a little bit more about that uh, that article because I remember you showing me that article and I was in disbelief that yeah, he said that. Because basically he was talking about how like um, Parasite or like Parasite winning Best Picture, um, they only did it. Uh, to cater to like the liberalism and liberalists and all the you know it was just a bunch of that and he was talking about like um, the whole premise of the movie is just you know people who want to rebel against government if anything it's an anti-liberal movie too yeah They're like <laughs> it, it's it's a lot anti a lot of things it's it's one of those things where you watch Parasite and then you look at the, the themes that it's going after and it's it reminds me of the character in the movie. You've seen Parasite, right? Yeah. 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 You saw it with me, and so that character, um, when the dude that goes crazy at the end, um, yeah. how he's like praising these guys. I'm like, yeah. dude, they don't care about your opinion, and you're not doing them a favor. Yeah. Like regardless of what you're saying, like it almost seems that in that article he was kind of. Going after the people who liked the movie, they were like, oh, no. You found it? Uh, search like anti-Americanism, like Oscars. Okay. It'll come up. The first article. Anti-Americanism. Oscars. I think it was like, yeah, National mm-hmm. Review is what the it was. National what the National Review. With the website. So, okay. The National Review article. Posted by Armand White. Armand, yeah, February 10th. Yeah, so yeah, this is it. Uh, conservatives should learn that the Academy Awards cannot be taken seriously despite the nagging desire to participate in the cool kids fun aspect of popular culture even when it goes down against good taste and particularly offensive oh no particularly offends everything they claim to believe in this year's big winner Parasite confirms that the Academy's basic history of film industry acclamation has always been a matter of celebrityhood mitigated by the memory of real glamour and combined with <laughs> airhead simple-mindedness. Awesome. Um, let me go to the piece where it said that. Um, uh, yeah, but... Oh, I think... No. Airhead simple, dude. Yeah. Uh... Oh, yeah. Now progressivism has had a worse impact on the Oscars since than Harvey Weinstein. What? Resulting in the award award winners that few moviegoers actually care about, only the fake news elite who have corrupted what's left of film's culture by prioritizing prioritizing the media's public political bias. Oh, and he talked about Moonlight, too. Moonlight? That's how such junk as Moonlight... Argo spotlight the shape of water in green book. This is so weird because like the main reason he's attacking Parasite is because it talks about class. Yeah. Like yeah. Really and Moonlight is such like Parasite reflects post-Tarantino fanboyism and sadism ironically at the moment when Tarantino made his most mature film with the genuine social context. Director Bong Joon-ho continues the simplistic political allegories of his previous films, the host Snowpiercer Okja, which pushed progressivism, predictable buttons on ecology, class class struggle, and consumerism. When Parasite lacks and while marks it as a political moment is 
is a capacity for empathy and historical perspective. Traits distinguished the great Italian neo-realistic films from Bicycle Thieves to La Strada, even with the Battle of Algiers. Yeah, he's just shitting on him for no fucking reason. He called he called the win of Parasite the worst impact on the Oscars in Harvey Weinstein. Wait, scroll down. That's an opinion, man. And then he says, "Uh, wait up. Oh wait." And Harvey Weinstein, he did. Yeah, the petulance of Parasite caters to the insidious selfishness of millennial liberals. Um, And then he says, Parasite amuses idiots who yearn for revolution regardless of its cost, um, who consider the communist slogan property is theft as the basis of a thrill ride. I think uh, Ben Shapiro also, like, mentioned Parasite and how he was, like, he didn't like it, and he said it, like, a whole, like, long thing about Parasite and people were like oh well cool dude like they were just clowning him they're like about his Ben Shapiro he's a nerd yeah and so some people some people just get really triggered by stuff like this it's funny too because when people like this and a lot of people who are you know really hardcore conservatives like look I'm not if you're a conservative it's like alright that's your thing but when people they're like they're so sensitive I'm like, you're the ones getting worked up about this. Like, Parasite wins. a movie winning. A movie, and he's like, oh, it's it's not. It's, it's destroying America. It's destroying America. These selfish millennial liberals. Yeah, dude. It's like, millennials out here, like, ruining America. It's like, you guys are the ones being sensitive about this stuff. Like, no one cares, dude. It's an award show. If you it's didn't like it, you don't Oscar, like it. Anti-Americanism. Come on, like, come on, dude. Like, it's, yeah. dude. Just this, take it to the extreme. Yeah. Uh, and there's both sides, obviously, you know, left, right, cause there's extremes of both, but like, yeah. just either one is sometimes just I mean, too much. honestly, the anti-Americanism part, I could see that. Well, look. Because look, a lot of the aspects of Parasite yes. are about Americanism yeah. yes. and how it's bad. So, Cap- it's capitalism, because yeah, America so like, is a yeah. capitalist So if he's country. saying that's what's anti-America, like, yeah, no shit, that's, he's trying to do that. Yeah. It's bad. It's like, what the fuck are you talking I, about? I think... He was right on what it's about, but misinterpreted how it was being used in like the Like, you movie. can make anti-American movies. It's fucking fire. All yeah. Them, like, most of them are. Yeah. And so, it's not more of, like, it's not about, it's about pointing the flaws that America has. It's not about saying, America is the worst country in the world. In the themes, they could it, it could allude to that, but, like, I don't think it's saying, uh... Fuck America. I mean, it is saying fuck America, but it's more more of like fuck America on its ideals of this yeah. of capitalism. Yeah, exactly. Of like this certain thing, and when someone was like, if someone is saying that Parasite winning is worse than Harvey Weinstein. Okay, that's fucking. It's stupid. like, bro. It's like, yeah, that's America. You have no opinion right at now. At its finest, dude. Yeah, yeah. someone that's, that's America abusing their power. Like, yeah. So which one's more anti-American? Like, what do you like? What are you talking about? Like. Is not shitting on Weinstein anti-American or like, yeah. what's going on here, man? Yeah, what are your ideals? Like, it's it's fuck one off. it's one of those things where it's like you read it and you don't believe that you've read yeah. what you've just read, and so you reread There's it again. There's a lot of things like that, and then you're just like, "Wow, he really did just say that." Especially just to clarify, though, it wasn't Trump who said that. It Trump wasn't did Trump. Not, yeah. Trump, Trump did not, did not say, say that. that. Just in case, yeah, yeah. But I mean, 
<laughs> but he wasn't a fan of Parasite either. He wasn't a fan of Parasite, and he hasn't seen the movie. Again, we touched upon this last podcast. If you haven't seen the movie, why are you giving your opinions on something? He doesn't know what it's about. He just knows yeah. the South Korean movie. Someone I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. the language is South Korean. It has subtitles. If you He doesn't yeah. even know what yeah. it's about. Like, it's yeah. about class. He's yeah. like, no, I don't have no idea. Dude. Like, I was talking with Brian. Like, no one's... People, like, up in arms. Like, how did a, a foreign film win Best Picture? It's like, no one said anything about British films winning Best Picture. Because it's in English. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's in English. Oh, it's in Spanish? These f- international <laughs> films, it's like, fuck, dude. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, dude, it's like, they, they should not be made. Any, uh, I can't understand them. can't this. understand them. What are they speaking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, like, how did it win Best Speak Picture? Speak English, please, thanks. Yeah, dude, come on. Please. How Can we at least dub it? Come on. It's like, dude, you're oh, an idiot. Wow. Fuck, read, dude. Fuck. Or, like, when people say, like, oh, I don't like politics in my movies. You can, like, literally replace that with anything. I don't like politics in my video games, dude, in my music. Like, politics every, isn't everything, everything dude. dude. Yeah. Every single art form, whether that be video games, films, art, music, everything is political. And it's usually told by some, like, conservative chud on the internet with, like, like Battlefield or something. There's, like, a black guy on the cover. Like, I don't like politics in my, in my video games. Like, dude, a black guy on the cover <laughs> of a video game is not... Political. It's not political. It's, a it's just a dude. It's just a dude. On what the, are you saying? Yeah. Like, all right, bro. <laughs> or like when, um, especially when episode seven came out and Ray was like super powerful. Like I get super powerful. People were like, bro, dude, like political or like women, feminism and everything. I'm like, you can make the argument that she's too powerful. But like, why are you bringing up that it's like a part of the female agenda where like Ray is a main character. Padme was like a main character in yeah, the other ones. Like exactly. all, all of these women, like princess, uh, princess Leia was a main character. And it's like, no dude, like it's you, front and center. She can't be front and center, dude. No, no dude. Poe is the real fucking, it's like, no, he's yeah, not, dude. It's like, not. no, <laughs> fuck. No, but not. yeah, these, uh, these people are out of control and, uh, you shouldn't have opinions. In the day of social, in the age of social media too, it's like, I mean, everyone has an opinion. I mean, uh, look at man. us, dude. We're we're talking. We have a podcast. We have a podcast yeah, on podcast. Spotify right now, so <laughs> giving our opinion, giving our opinion. So who are we to uh, talk? <laughs> but but, uh, but yeah, so I guess um, uh, we'll wrap it up. Um, again, follow us on social media at Think Movie Show. Yeah. On Twitter, uh, we're most we we interact with people most on Twitter. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. We'll try to post more on Instagram. Um, if you want to find our official webpage, it's anchor.fm slash thinkmovieshow. Um, if you go there, you'll find out where we're uh, streaming. Uh, we're on Spotify. You're probably listening to us on Spotify. Not iTunes yet. Not iTunes reason. yet. Well, we should why. be getting it soon. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Breaker. We're on a lot of uh, different other ones. So if you want to find out where we're at, go there. And there's also links to our Instagram and our Twitter. So if you want to interact with us. Uh, it's there. It's at anchor.fm slash thinkmovieshow. Um, uh, again, do you want to plug in your your actual social media? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Anthony underscore 21. Nice. So, yeah, see my, nice. see my great pictures. His great pictures. Wall, but, you know. Nice. What about you, Brian? Uh, just Bri Prado. Bri Prado. At everything. I think I got that at secured. No one can take that nice. shit from me. Dude. Nice. I just did the A N, dude. Then it's just Brian Prado. Oh, no. mm-hmm. But someone has that. So I can't. Really? Yeah. Wow. But um, you can follow me at Frank Lopez underscore 14. Again, if you want to. Debate with him on Star Wars. want to <laughs> debate on me on Star Wars. Like, I'm ready. You know? Hey, I'm, yeah. 
I'll listen Come to you. Come at me. I'll okay. listen because you've already heard my piece. I have uh, more, of course, but I'm, I'll save that for when Matt's here and we have a bigger discussion of Star Wars. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, dude. Because I have a Star Wars pod. We'll, we, we can rank them. We can rank them? I'll be down to do yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'll, we'll invite the whole gang, um, the people who pretty much argue with me. I'll probably be my own on this, but <laughs> who cares? It'll, it, yeah, it'll be cool. I don't know, Joey. I don't know if Joey likes The Last Jedi. I don't know. I don't know. We haven't talked Hopefully about Hopefully he does so we can have, so I can have <laughs> another partner with me, but... But yeah, so yeah, just follow us on the socials. Make sure to comment. Um, um, we'll post them on Twitter, and uh, you can comment your, um, you know, give us feedback there. Uh, comment your opinions on movies. Give us, you know, give us questions. We can answer them on, on the podcast. If you have any questions, any recommendations, let us know. Um, again, it's at Think Movie Show, and um, yeah, um, that's it. See you later, guys. Peace. Later. Later. <laughs>